What is up, everybody? My name is Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. Joyfully You is all about embracing and getting in touch with that inner child. Because let's be real, you would never yell at the 10-year-old version of you and say the mean things that we say to ourselves all the time. We are our own worst critic. And Joyfully You is all about self-love, confidence, and motivation. And again, my name is Kelsey Lowe, and I am here to get down on a juicy topic all about money and pride. Um, I had someone reach out to me on Instagram, someone that I love and know very well. And she, she reached out to me and just said, you know, like this is coming up for me. Like, I'm curious your opinion on it. You know, she said, she said, I have the weirdest pride and internal jealousy around how much money I make. She said, it's stupid. She said, I get insecure if a man makes more money than I do. In reality, I should be stoked that they are making good money and can provide. And so she also said, you know, I can have a great job, but what is great? Like what measures money? What is great and what isn't? Is it just the money? If then, then what do I do to justify my job is great, even if it's not measured by the money I make? Okay, I kind of got confused on that last part message. But you get what we're going here, is the association of your self-worth and your income. You know, And the fact that she brought up that there's been guys in the past that she's dated them and she creates this internal um, competition where she wants to make more than them. And she wants to show and kind of prove that, her, that she's successful. Um, And, you know, like this conversation kind of led down to certain things. And so to set us up for success with this, you need to unpack your perspectives and your experiences with money. So you can grab a journal or even just start to imagining your mind right now. What were some of your earliest experiences with money? How did your parents respond to money? Was it something that there's never enough or, I mean, we all grew up being told like money doesn't grow on trees. What do you think this is? Bank of mom, bank of dad, you know, like all these different jokes of it being in scarcity, like they're not being enough. And also just growing up in the United States, if you live in the United States and you're listening to this there, whether you realize it or not, there is a huge collective consciousness, a collective mindset that if you are not grinding, stressed out, working really, really hard, then are you even successful? That's what the collective consciousness is. In other countries, it's not prioritized, you know, working to live. It's prioritized living to work. That's just kind of how they do it in other countries. And I didn't even realize this until I was in other countries. So if you find yourself, you know, feeling insecure about how much money other people make or how much money you make in comparison to that, know this, you are worthy of amazing relationships regardless of how much money you make, you know? So if you're associating your sense of self-worth with money, then the times that you're not making money, are you beating yourself up for not being enough or not feeling enough, you know? Um, something that came up in conversation with this girl is that we have these dual sides of us. We have our feminine energy and we have our masculine energy. Every single human being has both sides. We could also call it our go side and our flow side, the side of us that's creative and playful and chill. And then the side of us that's like, okay, let's get shit done. I'm ready for the hustle. And 
for a long time, like the hustle was a very, like, for me, it was very sexy, very appealing. I'm like, Ooh, I want to feel important. I want to be a boss, babe, a boss bitch. Like that sounds cool until I was. And then I was like, Oh, this isn't cool. I'm burnt out. This sucks. Like I was making so much money in corporate America and I couldn't even spend it because I'd never had time off. Like I was just so drained. And so noticing when you are attracting a man or a partner, what energy you're leading with. Um, there's a book called, uh, men don't love women like you. I'll put the link to the book in the show notes, but this book was so good because it talked about how as men, they will boast about their accolades, boast about their accomplishments of like, I make this much money. I have this car because naturally they want to show you they can provide for you. But as women, especially in this age of empowerment, we're learning that same uh, structure and it's not working. So example, we are going into dates or this is what I was doing until I had someone literally break it down and tell it to me like this. I would, I would tell men all about my successes because I was proud of them and I wanted them to see my worth. I wanted them to see me as valuable as me contributing to what potentially could be something with me and that guy. So I would tell him, but what I was really doing was like almost intimidating him because it, it, it was, And for instance, the other girl, it wouldn't intimidate the guy, it would create competition. So it was an ongoing, like, who can be the best? And so know that when you are in a relationship, if you're wanting to lead with your feminine energy, you lead with your joy, you lead with your playfulness. Um, And know that guys legit do not care about your success in the same way that you care about it. You know, people say, oh, how are you? What do you do? You know, what's up? Instantly people start talking in detail about their careers, you know, because that's, but guys don't care about that. They want to know they can provide for you. They don't care if you can provide for them. You know what I mean? And so if a guy cherishes you and adores you first, you're leading with the feminine energy. But if he respects you first, you're leading with your masculine energy. And actually another podcast episode after this one um, with Liz Childs, is on here and it, we talk a lot about this as well. So something else that we need to talk about is this this perception of being lazy. You know, if I'm not being productive, if I'm not having proof or metrics of of my work, then I must be being lazy. And there's this 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 idea of laziness and let's break that down a little bit. You know, you do not need to prove your worth to anyone in order to be deserving of something. Um, being in the feminine energy is all about trust and surrender. And this is not surrendering to responsibilities. This is surrendering to the control of the outcome. There's a big difference. Being in your feminine energy is still showing up every day, creating, doing the work, but it doesn't have to be hard. We have a a societal view that in order for work to be of value, it needs to be hard. And I'm here to burst that bubble. It doesn't need to be hard. It's okay for certain things to come easier to you and to still have value. That's when it's like, in my opinion, that's like being in your genius. You know, if there's certain things that you just excel at, accept those as gifts that you excel at and keep moving forward and becoming the best you can possibly be. But you don't need to go into a grind or a hustle or create chaos in order to justify it being of value or it being of worth. Because 
If you're a woman listening to this, you're a queen. You don't need to prove your value. You already are of value simply by being you. Like, okay, so think about like the baby version of you. The abundance is just through the freaking roof. You have someone wiping your butt. You have someone feeding you, hand feeding you, or straight like from the tit, okay? You have someone, you you need something, just scream, just cry, someone will be there. You know, you need, anything that you need is being given to you. And have you ever met like a little baby that's like, oh no, I feel guilty, I feel bad, like you don't have to feed me again. No. Baby's like, I'm going to scream and cry until you fucking feed me again because this is, because I I am deserving and worthy. There isn't even a thought of deserving and worthy. It's just an animalistic thing of, um, I need something. So I'm going to alert what my needs are. And so like, think about it like that. Like as a baby, that is the most abundant we've ever lived because everything we need is provided and given to us. So tap into some of that abundance as being a child of just being given things by your family and by your parents and by the world simply because you, because why not? Because why not? So notice if there's certain people that want to give to you, whether that be a man, whether that be universe, whether it be a woman, what comes up in your mind when you go to receive it? Do you feel awkward? Do you want to say no? Is there a part of you that feels like you need to pay for it? You know, where are you blocking yourself from receiving the gifts in the world, from receiving that relationship, from receiving those clients, from receiving that peace of mind and happiness? Where are you blocking yourself from it? Because anytime you are putting up walls and you are you are creating the resistance, you are blocking yourself from the abundance that's trying to flow into your life. When we think about that feminine and masculine side, the masculine energy within you is the one that wants to serve. It's that side of you that wants to get shit done. It's the side of you that's decisive. That's like, I decide this. That's your masculine energy. And oftentimes, if you are a a ambitious woman, it is easier to dwell full-time in that masculine energy. But hear me out. If you are dwelling in that masculine energy and operating from that, you will attract a man who operates from his feminine energy because the like, it, like attracts like. There is a, a positive and negative charge, the yin and yang, like just naturally. And so I've, I'm not going to lie, guys. I've attracted so many feminine energy men, and they were not physically feminine. These are very macho men, but they're men that were undecisive, that were very creative, very go with the flow because we're going to attract kind of that complementary side. So the masculine side is serving, deciding. Think about even just like sex, like penetrating, taking the lead, going forward, entering into your, your goals, whatever. And then there's the feminine energy of receiving. And that's, that is the part of you that we need to clear and open up and, and give you that space to be able to operate from that sense of self-worth. And this is not pride and entitlement. This is very different. You are still showing up to the things that you want. You are letting yourself have fun. You are prioritizing your joy. You are prioritizing creativity because men literally need that from us because they naturally are in their divine masculine. And so when we are in our divine feminine, okay, and just by adding the word divine to it, that what I mean by that is it becomes a creation with source, with God, where you are in your feminine energy and you are connected to your heart, to your soul, to your spirit of what truly matters to you. And when you're in alignment and you're operating from the feminine, 
it's you being tapped into the divine feminine. And I think that as men and women, we operate much better out of our, our individual energies. Like I feel better when I'm operating primarily out of my, my feminine energy. And this is a union ship. You know, this is not one or the other. This is not like a competition. This is a union ship within me, a union ship within you. So I still have the masculine energy. I still can tap into that at any time where I'm decisive, where there's a need where I want to control. But if I, I notice if I start to prioritize controlling it, where I'm like, oh, I want to know what the result's going to be. I need to know what the result's going to be. That's from a place of insecurity. And if I'm, if I'm operating from that like masculine control, A, I'm going to probably destruct on accident what I'm trying to create and build or B I'm going to get burnt out and not care about any of it anyways. So notice, uh, from where you're operating from, you know, and, and make a conscious decision to trust the outcome. But the only way trusting the outcome feels really good is if you know you are showing up and being your best. Oh, this is good. So with the feminine energy, it's about who you be. Are you being loving, confident, determined, focused, calm, peaceful? It's the being. The masculine energy is the doing. What are you doing? How much can you do? It's action. Feminine energy is being. Masculine energy is doing. So notice where you need to create more of a balanced unionship between you making intentions on who you want to be and you making intentions on what you want to do. If you classify yourself as a highly productive person, most likely we need to tap into that feminine side. Who is the woman that you want to be? How do you want people to describe you when you pass? And like, think about it. Like if, if you die, think about all the people that know you, how do you want them to describe you? Be intentional about it. This is your legacy and it doesn't matter what you do. See, because that is a conscious programming within like our culture that in order for your life to be of value, that you have to do something great. And we've all heard the quote. I think it's, I don't remember exactly who says it. I want to say Helen Keller, but I don't think so. But it's people won't remember what you say or what you do. They'll remember how you make them feel. They'll remember how you make them feel. Okay, and you want to know the best part? When you prioritize your ways of being, making that to-be list, who do I want to be today? Do I, like, and if you know that you have like a tendency to be jealous or prideful or, or whatever, if you, that's self-awareness, bravo. So if you notice that, be like, okay, I know that I'm feeling jealous right now. How do I want to feel instead? Instead, maybe you want to feel joyful. You want to feel excited for other people. So you can set that intention for your way of being that, you know, I, I'm, I'm committed to finding the joy. I'm choosing to let go of jealousy because I am enough. There is enough. Things around me are enough. I don't need to prove my worth to anyone. I am worthy just by breathing, just by being here because I'm focused on my way of being. I get to be full. I get to be the joy. I get to be happy. I get to be determined, focused, confident, worthy, powerful. Because I think there's a sense of power that we want and feeling powerful. And guys, the feminine energy is so powerful. Like think about a queen on her throne. She's not demanding things that she wants. She's commanding. There's a very big difference. Demanding is trying to force people to do something for you. Commanding 
is requesting, making powerful requests to get what it is that you want. So that, oh, okay, here we come full circle. That's what you get to do. We are, we are right at the beginning of 2020. If you're listening to this and it's a different year, just think today is the only today they will ever, there will ever be. So make powerful requests to God, to the universe, just whatever it is that you believe in, request it, declare what it is that you want in this life, in this world. And, and when you follow your joy, the steps in order to create and, and bring that vision or that dream or those goals into fruition, the doors will open. It's the reason why we get so caught up and we get in our way and barriers and blocks start to appear is because we're focused on the worry instead of focused on the joy. If you're focused on all the things that could go bad, you're going to find a lot of things that go bad. But if you're focused on all the things that are going well, focus on, you know what, even despite shit that I can't control, I'm going to be me. And that next question is, okay, well, what does being me look like? What, how, if I could describe to someone how I am when I'm feeling my best, how would I describe it? And then you prioritize that focusing on yourself, creating the joy from you, of you and for you. So then when you are in relationship with other people and they have certain things that you want, or maybe they have more of something that you want, you can celebrate for them that their abundance is proof of the possibility of your abundance, but their abundance doesn't take away from anything that you are. And that really is the essence of the abundant mindset, that there is enough. There's enough money. There is enough time. There is enough energy. There is enough space. There is enough for everyone to go around. And of course, there's certain, I mean, there's certain physical things. Like if you want to talk about the environment and the world, there's certain things that we are getting proof of that we are starting to, you know, like I think about oil or clean water or whatever else. That's another conversation. I'm talking about your internal perspective on what is available to you in your life. The truth is anything and everything is available to you. It comes down to whether it, whether you want it or not and what it is that you want. Get clear on what you want. If there's anything you can do for yourself during 2020, get clear on what you want. And and the best part is you can identify all the things you don't want because naturally that's just like, it's almost like a, there's a stronger, how do I say, like a charge to it. Because we don't feel good when we notice the things that we don't want. Like I could go on a list of the things I don't want in a relationship. And so, and I actually have done that. Like I'll take my journal out and I put a line down the middle of the paper. And on the left side, I write down all the things I don't want in regards to a boyfriend. And from, and we get this information of what we don't want based off of our past experiences. And so this is where we can also take like shitty past experiences and learn from them. And it literally will transform that information. Like it'll transmute that information to being associated with positive things like growth and learning instead of shame and regret. So grab a piece of paper, put a line down the middle on the left side, write all the things that you don't want. So for example, like I don't want a cheater. I don't want someone who's lazy, which, ooh, okay, we're going to come back to that word lazy, you know? And so you go through each one. So if the first one says, I don't want a cheater, 
directly on that other side of the paper. Rewrite it. What do you want instead? If, it, if it's a cheater that I don't want, what do I want instead? I want a loving, loyal man. There it is. And if I'm going to tap in and operate from that feminine energy is I'm ready to meet that loving, loyal man. I'm ready to meet him. I'm ready for him to court me, for him to introduce himself to me. You know, instead of I'm ready to find him, you know, you think about like the masculine energy of penetrating, going, looking, searching, deciding, being the one in control. You know, I, I truly believe that like the man that I'm meant to be with is, is going to find me. It's not my job to find him. It's his job to find me. I truly believe that. And so notice um, even the way in which you're talking about it. So you have the things you don't want. For each individual sentence, ask yourself, what do I want instead? So if the next one is, you know, I maybe it's simply I don't want to be single. If you're repeating in your mind's eye and in your train of thought, I don't want to be single. All your brain and your soul and your heart is hearing is be single, be single, be single. And so anytime that you are declaring the things that you don't want, you're actually declaring that you want those exact things. That's why it's so important to consistently and continuously create a habit of asking yourself, what do I want instead? It's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But what do I want instead? So if it's, I don't want to feel this way about money, how do you want to feel about it then? If you don't want to feel this way about feeling envious, how do you want to feel instead? And put it and even if you don't feel that way right away, you can give yourself this like kind of cushion for affirmations is I'm in the process. I'm in the process of feeling blank, blank, and blank. You know, whatever it is that you're trying to tap into and you're trying to shift from. Because the words that you use matter. We can't always control our thoughts because obviously things will just come into our mind. But if you bring them to your mind and then you say them out loud, like I'm referring to self-deprecating things, things that are actually putting you down. Or if you're you're continuously worried about something, you keep talking about it, you are 100% manifesting more of it, okay? Each time you say something out loud, you bring power to it. So why not play with the energies? And I swear, do this and you will, you're going to message me and be like, holy shit, Kelsey. Like if you put it out there, like I'm open to receiving abundance in all forms because there can be an abundance of money, of time, of people, of love. So just make it a declaration that I am ready to receive abundance. I'm open to receiving and there's going to be little increments of tests. And what I'm going to, what I, what I mean by that is you're going to, you're going to be somewhere where someone's going to offer to pay for something really small. And that is a test to see if you're willing to receive because the universe is not going to give you things. If you have a closed fist, if your hand is balled up into a fist, how the hell are you supposed to receive anything? You know what I mean? So we got to open up those fists and that requires trust, right? Because we don't know what people can be putting into our hands, but you are a strong, confident, intelligent woman. Trust your instincts. If someone wants to give to you in the form of money, in the form of a compliment, in the form of opening the fucking door, in the form of anything, know that it is your God-given right to receive. It is your God-given right to receive. And what do you do? Even if you feel uncomfortable, you smile. And you say, thank you. That's it. Smile and say, thank you. It's a muscle. Get used to receiving. Although I might feel uncomfortable, notice, be like, huh, question that. 
Go deep on that. Why does this make me feel uncomfortable? What about this is causing me so much like unease right now? Why do I feel so weird receiving this? It's just a fucking coffee or it's just this someone person wants to buy me dinner. Like let yourself receive. And you know, it, there's a difference between being so in your feminine energy that you're expecting, like that's being in the unhealthy feminine. You know, you're not expecting anything. You're trusting that you are loved, that you are supported, and love and support can come in any form. Oh, isn't that so good? Doesn't that feel so good? It's so juicy. You are loved and you are supported, and that love and support can come into your life through so many unexplainable, unexpected, unpredicted forms and ways. It can come in the form of people. It can come in the form of events. Expect miracles. If you're going to expect anything, expect miracles. And then notice the miracles. And let's redefine what a miracle is. Like the sun setting and the sun rising. For me, I'm like, oh, what a miracle. How beautiful. And taking like gratitude down to like that micro level of like, I'm grateful for the sun on my face. Your life will start to change when you start to bring gratitude on the micro level things because it slows you down to at least acknowledge the feeling and the sensation of sun on your face or whatever or whatever it is. You know, maybe you're grateful for someone in your family. Maybe you're grateful for something silly, something small that maybe other people wouldn't get, but for you it just brings you so much joy. Anything is of value if it brings you joy. If something doesn't bring you joy, investigate why. Spend time with yourself. Tap into your inner being. Your inner being knows. Source energy has the resources, the time, has everything. We live in an abundant world. Everything is available to us if we're willing to receive it. And it's a, co- it's a, it's a union ship, right? So we receive it, but we also are showing up daily towards whatever it is we're committed to. Being in your feminine energy is not a lack of commitment. It sure as hell is not lazy. But what it is, is a release of control. It's trusting, believing, and knowing that you are loved and you are infinitely supported. All right. If you guys like this episode, tell me. I'm always on Instagram, Kelsey Lowe Show. Uh, screenshot this. Tag me on Instagram stories. I love being able to repost it because it... it supports my mission of being able to empower people, empower their confidence, their self-love, their motivation. So I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Know that you are worthy of receiving anything and everything. Got it? Okay. Thanks for listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'll talk to you later.